Welcome to another episode of the Stoic Creative Broadcast, where the art of living and the creative process converge. I'm your host, Scott Perry, author of the Stoic Creative Handbook, available now on Amazon. Visit thestoiccreative.com to download the free chapters and get guided and get going right away. Let's meet today's guest. Hi, Scott. Uh, thanks for having me here. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. Uh, so yes, uh, my name is Peter, and I'm, um, I'm a philosopher. I'm an author and a lecturer. That's probably the best way I could describe myself. And for like almost a decade now, or slightly over a decade now, I've been working, researching and working on stoicism generally, of course. Now, um, the thing is that the, um, there are a couple of projects that, have, that I have been working on. Uh, I have written a book in my uh, native language, Polish, uh, which was published in 2014. Uh, and this book was about uh, sort of a handbook for stoicism. Uh, it explored the ways that stoicism can and should be used today as a, not as a, you know, ancient philosophy that's a, of interest only to scholars, but as something that can be uh, used and lived uh, today in 2017. Uh, and this book kind of uh, made me a, a, a stoic expert in my home country uh, in, uh, in Poland. And now I'm... Uh, kind of working on making my work available in, in the English language too. So there are kind of two projects I'm working on concurrently. Uh, the first of them is, a, is, again, some sort of a general introduction to Stoicism aimed at a wide readership to, you know, to, to allow the English uh, language speakers, you know, get my take on Stoicism and my interpretation of what Stoicism should look like today. And the other, the other project, and possibly the most interesting here for us today with this very creative thing, is the uh, is a topic that, that that I have been researching for some time on stoicism and artistic creativity. And I guess this is probably where you want to ask me your questions. Very good. Well, I, I, before we get to, just, to... I just add, add one more thing, uh, because we are talking about creativity in general here. So uh, I do a lot of things besides Stoicism. I, um, I write for various outlets. I, uh, I do a blog. I uh, run a Facebook, uh, Facebook page for Stoicism. So this is kind of Stoicism again. But in general, I believe that a creative uh, life can, uh, can go well with Stoicism, at least in, on, certain, on certain take. Absolutely. Well, I assert in, in my handbook, the So Creative Handbook, that, um, that we are all creatives, that create, creativity is just a, an instinctual, natural human activity. Um, and uh, I'm interested in, because we're speaking to you from Poland, and I, I very artfully, I thought, avoided trying to pronounce your last name. Could you um, give, give everybody your full name? Yes, my full name is Piotr Stankiewicz. Very good, thank you. I, I just, there was no way I was gonna get that out without really mangling it badly. Um, I'm curious because my-, my Peter. Peter is the international version of the name that works fine with me. Very good, so my, my, my father's um, grandparents both came to this country from Poland and I've never been, but I would love to, 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 to visit there sometime. And I'm just curious, you know, here in the United States, obviously, um, we just recently had the Stoicon event. They did some polling, and the United States has the largest population of people that come to Stoicon now. Obviously, that's in part because 
because um, it's based in the U.S. <laughs> right, but they also they also did the Stoic Week, which was yes. online, and and still the United States was um, the kind of the top provider of of participants. Where is Stoicism in the popular consciousness of Poland right now, and what are the challenges you I know, that right. you that that you find in trying to share lessons from um, an ancient philosophy, you know, in, in your home country? So I think that uh, the general premises and promises of the whole Stoic situation are kind of very similar in the English-speaking world in the United States and uh, in Poland. I mean, the, the general need for a philosophy of life that would be relevant and viable today is basically the same and they don't uh, there i wouldn't say that some kind of deep cultural differences matter a lot here uh, this is a kind of a parallel situation now the thing is that um in general the um, the population of Pol this is what i would say the population of uh of poland is of course smaller than the u.s population so we have a smaller number of people and the uh i think the uh the uh, the main difference here would be um, that it's kind of more cross um, people from uh, uh, based on my experience in the U.S. Stoicism is already more universal. I would say in Poland it's still a niche, and I'm trying my work as a is attempt to you know of course expand that niche, uh, but it's still the same a, a bit of a circle. And uh, based on my experience in the States and on the StyCon last week, uh, last month, sorry, um, there were like people from, you know, all works, all, all walks of life. Here in Poland, it's kind of more contained. It's, it's growing, but uh, hopefully uh, it will be growing more. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's, I think, the, that's the difference, I think. And that one thing, that for StyCon, and for like me personally, the thing is that uh, there is kind of uh, you know tension or or this kind of a twofold thing between what I can and should do as a you know a speaker of my native language and the kind of you know uh, smaller circle of readers and uh, and philosophers and on the other hand what can I do uh, globally globally of course means through the English language. Excellent. That's that's how I see it. I think. And one of the, the probably two of the primary um, popular popular speakers on Stoic philosophy currently in um, in um, the English speaking world would be Tim Ferriss and Ryan Holiday. But um, in some ways, you can kind of trace the the modern Stoicism movement back to people like Lawrence Becker um, and William Irvine's book was um, The Art of Living um, was uh, probably. Yeah, absolutely the one that really kicked off. Are any of those people or their work um, part of the resurgence of an interest in Stoicism in Poland? Because those, some of those books have been, I imagine, translated into the Polish language. So as far as I know, um, and I'm pretty certain about that because I follow this trade, uh, none of these books have been translated into Polish. And the Lawrence Becker, uh, Becker's book has just had its second edition mm -hmm. earlier this year. And I'm well familiar with all the three others here, but they haven't been. So maybe this is the thing that we uh, we don't get so many translations of the current philosophical gotcha. uh, work. I mean, we do, but not in Stoicism. Stoicism is still 
uh, is still not that popular. So it's you know we, uh, those books aren't aren't getting are, they aren't translated that easily. So no, none of these books, Massimo Spigucci's book, hasn't been translated either. So mm. uh, and this is in a way my way to my way to go because my my own book written in Polish originally filled the gap in the first place. Fantastic. Well, that's what a great opportunity for you. And thank you for the work that you're doing to spread, you know, the, the goodness that stoicism delivers um, in, into that part of part of the world. And um, I, uh, you mentioned the Stoicon X event. I, I had intended to make it to Stoicon and Stoicon X in Toronto, but so sorry, yes. was, was, was unable. Just tell us a little bit about, um, since that just happened very recently, just give us a, a quick thumbnail sketch of, of what the Stoic, the, that weekend was like. So uh, just the basics are very simple. There is a thing called Stoicon. It's held annually in uh, this year. It happened in Toronto and it's kind of a cross between a conference on Stoicism, kind of a convention and general gathering for popularization of Stoicism. Uh, it happened in Toronto in uh, mid-October this year. It was like almost 500 participants from all over the world. Uh, I was a part of it, and it was just fantastic. I mean, we uh, uh, it was a very, very fine, very good experience. Lots, tons of very positive feedback, and I, I do believe uh, that this is the the single most important event happening in the real life for for popularization of stoicism these days. And the, on the other day, uh, the next day after uh, after Stoicon, we had the Stoicon X. It's kind of a smaller event run by local people in Toronto, but also in other places. There was one in Bogota, one in London, two or three across the United States, which is kind of a uh, grassroots movement to have like smaller Stoicons here and there all over the world. So that's how it works. It's very, uh, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of very inclusive and in particularly the Stoicon X, the, we had uh, many volunteers to speak on their, not just, you know, scholars and the researchers on Stoicism, but also, you know, ordinary people who came and share their stoic uh stoic stories it was uh, it was fantastic I actually ran a uh the so-called so-called lightning talks uh which we had like a dozen of people uh in a, inside of a one hour time period uh everyone had just you know five minutes to talk about their you know their their views on stoicism and their how they got interested in that it was just spectacular so many different viewpoints was Yes, it was it was a very good experience. So I uh, invite you all to come next year. Very good. I don't know if they've made any announcements about where it will be next year, but I'm I I intend to make it this time. Um, thank and thank you, thank you for your organization of the SoCon X. I know we corresponded a little bit about that um, be, beforehand when I still anticipate coming. So let's get to your your project, which is um, I'm interested to hear about your stoicism and creativity work. Um, and maybe yes. uh, you've kind of, you've touched on this already, but I mean, Stoicism is one of many ancient philosophies that answers the question, what does it mean to live a good life and, and how does one go about doing it? It's the most enduring of those ancient philosophies. So we've unpacked that a little bit, but give me your, your take on what creativity is. Um, in general, that's a hard question to answer. In my, uh, in my work on this, I've been uh, mostly focused on the, uh, on the romantic view on artistic creativity. I mean, uh, from the period of romanticism, 
where the gener when the definition of creativity was kind of I think the the, the uh, very it was a kind of an umbrella term. I mean, it didn't it didn't mean only the actual creativity of a of a of a writer writing a poem or a book or a sculptor sculpting his work, but uh, it was in a way the general attitude towards the world, the willingness and the ability to create not just a specific work of art, but also the new way to understand, to describe the, uh, the world, the new, the, new, uh, the new symbols, the new story about the world, the new understanding of how things are going in the world. Uh, and this, uh, of course, this is a very concise version of that. Uh, and this understanding of uh, this understanding, this romantic understanding of artistic creativity, is still, I believe, after this, you know, two centuries, is still embedded greatly in our Western culture. Maybe, maybe it's not the most important one anymore, but it's still one of the one of the key interpretations and key meanings of what artistic creativity is. And in my uh, in my work, what I do is I take this understanding of artistic creativity, and I juxtapose it with stoicism. I'm trying to figure out whether it is possible to, in a word, be a creative artist, artist and a stoic at the same time. And there is no clear-cut answer to that. Interesting. So um, in, in my handbook, I just define creativity as the act of bringing something new into the world, which is why we are all creatives. Just the very, this conversation is a- is oh, Absolutely, absolutely. It's even, I don't understand that, right? Uh, so I, I would uh, perfectly, uh, your understanding, but the thing is that uh, for, the, uh, for, the, for the research project, I, I just had to you know, narrow down with specificity. So I, I worked with uh, the works, I used the works of uh, Isaiah Berlin, to uh, define this uh, this understanding of creativity, but it's not um, it, it's not that I'm that they believe that this romantic outlook of uh, artistic creativity is you know kind of the most important ever. I just needed to you know to frame certain intuition because the basic intuition that the whole project uh, started from was that uh, there is some there is a possible contradiction between the creative attitude to life and the stoic attitude to life and uh, i don't know if that rings a bell with you or not but this is this was a kind of an initial suspicion that i worked up the, the the entire project on interesting well so i i think of stoicism as being very much a a philosophy um concerned with purposefulness that's concerned with proper motivation and intention. And so I, I personally think that stoicism for, for the creative, um, you know, and I, I distinguish a creative person from an artistic person. We're all creatives, but not all creatives are artists in, in that they don't put in the, the they don't have the, the, the specific motivation or intention to transform another person by sharing their work. Some people are just creative kind of in isolation or as a hobby. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I think that for the person in a particular that wants to in a particular endeavor or an enterprise.